Welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast all about video games and crap beer. I'm Ben, and I'm here with Lucy. Hello again. Hello. Hello. We're back for another week to yeah. chat. Probably one game this week. Yeah. I've only That's played one game. Played. Same yeah. here. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> but we're uh, on a roll. This is like the third week in a row we've both played the same games. It is. It Ooh. is. We have to find something next week that piques both of our interests as well, just to see if we can keep going. <laughs> yeah. How long we can eke this out for? Talking mm -hmm. about the same game, uh, what we're not going to be chatting about the same is beers. I imagine we've probably got different beers. Lucy, what mm -hmm. are you drinking this week? Uh, I'm going to go straight into a oh. double IPA. Nice. Um, it's from is it Left Hand Giant? Yep. I always get these. Are they they Bristol? They're Bristol, aren't yes. they? As yeah. well. I can't remember who like is. I think it's no, it's lost and found and lost and grounded or something. I can't remember. Yeah, but, um, lost and grounded is Bristol based. Yeah, and there's also lost and found. There is lost and found. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, left-handed giant uh, brewing. It's uh, it's called Easy Tiger. It's got a mm -hmm. very nice Bengal tiger on the front. Which ones are the Bengal tigers? Are those are they the white ones? No, they're Siberian tigers. Yeah, well, this tiger. A tiger. Yeah, <laughs> don't have to get too specific. I'm not a zoologist. Um, it's eight point three percent. Uh, hops: Simcoe, Equinot, and Amarillo. Malt is Maris Otter, Extra Pale. Oats, wheat, and carapils. Uh, yeast: London Fog. Other dextrose. Um. And that's it, really. Mm. So, yeah. Dipper to start. Nice. Oh, nice. It, says, uh, it might be a collaboration because it says Garage Bruco, but it's very small underneath left hand uh, giant like um, emblem. So, yeah. Looks like a collaboration. Yes. I, uh, I have had this, but I won't tell you what I thought until Ooh. later. <laughs> later. Yeah. It's a very expensive beer. I can't see. Six pound fifty. Yeah. <laughs> what will the uh, people in the sun say about that? Oh, they'll have a cry at yeah. least. Um, <laughs> I can't remember how much it was for me. I brought a can when uh, I went on the East Bristol Brewery Trail. Mm. Uh, Left-handed giant was my last stop, and they were doing a four cans for sixteen quid deal. That's pretty good. So I brought four mm. cans. What did I buy? I brought Easy Tiger. Um, I brought that super chocolatey stout that mm -hmm. they do. This is this is life or something life. Something like this that. is the good life. Or um, is it just fantasy? Oh. Mm. Caught in a landslide? No. Um, <laughs> uh, what else? Did I, get? I got Cycle City, which I drank a couple of episodes ago, and something else which I can't remember. Yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty good yeah. money, yeah. Yeah, it is. Each. yeah, very Especially good. Especially if you're getting like double IPA and stuff like that. Mm, exactly, exactly. I have no idea how much they were individually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, £6.50. Yeah. Um, 
the beer I'm going to start with is also a collaboration, but it's significantly cheaper than yours. I picked this up in Tesco. Uh, I walked in the other day, mm. checked out the beers, thinking I'll just pick up a couple from Stone or something like that. Yeah. Um, and they had an absolute ton of new beer in. All right, okay. New ones you've never seen before. New ones I haven't seen before. Yeah. Um, I had one from Four Pure, which was called Tree Line the other night, which is very mm. nice, very easy drinking uh, lager. No, I know that so one. No, I, I don't know whether it's just brew for Tesco's or it's just a new beer for them, I'm not mm. sure. Uh, but this one, Portside Extra Pale Ale from Four Pure and Little Creatures. Oh, okay. Uh, it is that is. a three thirty or four forty? No, it's a five hundred. Oh, oh, I rarely see I those. Know, I know, and it was like three quid. If we're talking about price, supermarket beer. <laughs> Hold on, uh, we're going to pause this podcast while I run to <laughs> <laughs> They had a load. They had uh, another one. I think was uh, oh shit. Who was it? Was it a vocation? Yeah, and you can see a lot of those. Uh, yeah, is someone else, but it was like a blueberry stout. I haven't picked that one up yet, ooh. but they had that in there as well. Uh, I had one last night, which is a Brute IPA, which was tch, bollocks. Who was that? Oh, Vocation stout, yeah. and yeah. someone else. Was that? Is that like a know. white can with like pink on it or something like that? No, I can't it's um, unlike Vocation's cans, it was kind of... Mm. Um, a little bit of like an, an arty can of a sort okay. of like a woman looking off into the distance. She might have been sat in a car or something like yeah. that. It was called Solar Wind, maybe? Solar something? Mm, I can't remember. <laughs> anyway, this beer, um, it gives me nothing on the ingredients apart from water, malted barley, hops and yeast. It's 4.9%. The OG is 11.7 degrees Plato. 30 IBUs, 8 EBC, 135 calories, serve it at 8 degrees centigrade. Uh, and this says, Four Pure is a London-based brewery founded in 2013 by brothers Dan and Tom. Beer is our passion and our travels are what inspire us. Portside, brewed in conjunction with Australia's Little Creatures, has been inspired by long, sunny afternoons overlooking Fremantle Port out to the Indian Ocean. With some bright floral notes and well-balanced bitterness, this is the perfect social sundowner. Were Four Pure, were they the ones who um, got bought over by like a uh, Australian, like um, like corporation? Yeah, Is it them? whose whose name I can't remember. Lion? No, possibly. I'm not too au fait with um, Australian brewing companies and everything like that. But mega so it was, mm, Yeah, because I was thinking. Four pure Tesco. I was like, oh yeah, that sounds familiar. So it makes sense now why they're in Tesco, which is cool. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'll um, see what the quality's like, but yeah, exactly. And they did available. have the um, they did have the juice box in there as well. Oh, nice. Actually, yeah. So I'm, definitely not sure gonna... how, I'm not sure how much that was going yeah. for, uh, but yeah, check out Tesco. I suppose I will. They've got to try and up their game a little bit, haven't they, to try and draw people back in from. Going to their little independent bottle shops mm. and, um, you know, supporting small businesses and trying other yeah. beers and things. Uh, I haven't been to Tesco to look at beer in ages. Yeah, they're obviously losing yeah. a little bit of market share, perhaps. Possibly. To try and bring mm. people in. Uh, you know, maybe not maybe not too much, but yeah. you know, they haven't changed their beers in there for at least six months. 
if not longer. Mm, Six months since I've been going, moment, so it's like the it was always, Yeah, it was always vacation and just brew dog, and that's it, really. Yeah. You know, might see a flying dog in there, but other than that, not much. You know? mm. um, how is your beer? I really enjoy it. Um, you can definitely taste the eight point three percent. It's okay. It's got like quite a, yeah. You know, it's quite warming and like you can feel that alcohol um, settle after a few minutes. So it's 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 not it's not strong as in like you know it's not scathing. It's not abrasive or anything like that. But but you can certainly tell that this is a you know, double IPA. Um, in terms of flavour, I mean, it's really, really juicy. What you probably yeah. expect from a double IPA it goes down really well. Um, nice wet finish. Um, getting a lot of the uh, citrus in the taste. Maybe a little bit of coriander. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's it's just for me. It's there's nothing amazing about it but it's a very good double ipa mm. you know maybe you know 650 it's not not as good as probably would have expected it to be for that price but mm. it's certainly easy drinking and i'm enjoying it but there's nothing there's nothing crazy about it you know yeah yeah i i mm. felt similarly um i mean easy kind of as I was drinking it, you know, very much sprang to mind. It is a very easy drinking kind of beer. Yeah, you get that little bit of that alcohol hit with it, but it kind of works quite well with, um, you know, with the with the fruity flavours that are kind of going on. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was. I, I mean, I smashed it back. I think uh, <laughs> it was it was super easy to drink, and I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was well made. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, as you say nothing yeah. big going on really. No, and, and that's absolutely fine. It's like mm. I don't need, you know, all my beers to be weird and crazy and different sometimes you just want to have a nice strong beer that you know is going to taste good and yeah like left yeah lhg uh, you know they make some cracking beers so it's so just mm. another one of those yeah nice mm. nice uh, so the port side um it's it's a pale ale yeah uh, i assume they're suggesting it's an extra pale ale because it's got a little bit of bitterness to it towards the end okay uh, it kind of comes in in the middle a little bit and, and sticks with you and that kind of sticks with you there's a little bit of citrus going on it's not a not a huge amount else in there uh it's hmm. it's quite wet it's quite thin as well okay and the nose gave me sort of a lot more than the flavors giving me it was quite yeah. of, you know a little a little fruity on the nose not not massively but I mean, it's almost pulling a little bit more towards um, like a pilsner or something. There's yeah, I was about to say it looks like a, like a lager. Yeah, very mm. much. Yeah, it's mm. kind of under the light. It's it's a little more amber perhaps yeah. than sort of a, a straw color, but it's super clear. It's a little yeah. bit carbonated. There's uh, barely any head on there. Mm. So yeah, it does. It edges towards that that maybe lager just a little bit. But yeah. Do you think that's yeah. what they were going for? I mean, they're in Tesco. Obviously, people are looking for lagers more often yeah. than not when they're buying beer in a uh, supermarket. Do you think they were trying to like bridge that gap, like sort of like possibly uh, that beer that it was dearly had it a few weeks ago? Which one was it? I think it was the Robots and Clowns from like Magic oh, Rock, yeah. and it was meant Rock, to be yeah. like a lager, but it tasted more like a you know mm. just pale ale, an, uh, an IPL, wasn't it? I think yeah. yeah. 
might just be the inverse of that more a IPA that tastes more like a lager. <laughs> yeah, I mean, mm. yeah, it's it's a pale ale, so you expect it to be a little bit lighter. But this, I don't know whether it's maybe more of the malts that are kind yeah. of pushing through a little bit uh, over over the hops, maybe. Yeah, uh, and maybe the hops are just giving it that kind of that bitterness, that that kind of that finish to it, and it's more the malt yeah. that's kind of pushing. Uh, pushing that build but yeah it's it's very easy to drink That's there's good. just not a there's just not a huge amount not to it really to it, yeah. mm. but hey three pounds for a 500 mil can exactly what was it four percent four percent four point nine percent that's not so bad it's yeah. it's it's light no, it's yeah. not bad so yeah it's fine i'll yeah. drink it same here it's fine yeah drink it it's all good <laughs> you know what isn't fine oh <gasps> Oh, what? What's actually pretty good? Mm hmm. The Spider Man's. Ah, uh, <laughs> the Spider Man's, yes. Yes. It's been consuming sort of both of our gaming times for, what, a week now? Uh, I started it on Sunday and I finished it on Tuesday. Oh, um, you smashed it I, a lot quicker than I have. Yeah, I, I didn't want to put it down and I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I played about probably about seven hours each on those three days so i think they said like the story would take about 20 hours and stuff like that so mm. i was probably you know maybe just above that um okay but i did a lot of side stuff and you know i, I, did, I haven't 100 percented it um i don't think i'm going to I, I i think i will dip back in and if dlc comes out like often i find it very hard to go back to games once credit credits roll and yeah DLC. So I've got I've got like piles of DLC from like Horizon, which was like my game of the year last year. Yeah. Like I don't know, South Park, Mafia Three. You know. Say, have you played any of the Mafia Three ones? I played the first one. I do want to get back to it. Um, mm. um, play the other two. I think that came out. But um, we'll speak about Mafia Three uh, later, actually, because I want to tie it a little bit into it with Spider Man. Okay. But um, yeah. I, if DLC comes out for this game, I think I think they did say there's DLC. There is. Um, I can't remember what hmm. it's what the um, what the DLC kind of uh, hmm. pack is called, okay. or what they're calling kind of the next thing. But I think they're they're suggesting that there's going to be three, uh, oh, three right. releases. Okay. Yeah, three maybe. I don't know whether it's kind of uh, additional missions. I know the first one they've already sent out a trailer for it. Um, it's got Black Cat in it. Is it Black Cat? All oh, right. Called... Yeah, yeah. Have you done the Black Cat missions? I have. We have to. Did you finish them all? Sweep around. Yes, I have finished. Yeah, them, yeah because yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to go into spoilers because you haven't finished the game. But just in case we are both at the same point, mm -hmm. there will be spoilers. So if you're listening and you don't want to hear about it, maybe come back after you've finished it if you haven't yet. But um, yeah, very cool. minor spoiler. Um, but the Black Cat's just not in. You don't see her. Let's mm. see her character model. She maybe they didn't model it in time, but you don't see her in the game. Yeah. Um, it, it's uh, it, it, I was a bit like, hmm. But if they have DLC, that makes sense. Um, I completely went on like a media like blackout after E3 because like, I don't want to know about this game. Yeah. All all I saw was like like billions of trailers and stuff like that. It's like <laughs> I understand it. I understand like. The, 
PR cycle and everything like that, but it's like Spider-Man. Everyone's going to get it anyway. <laughs> you don't really need to show this game. I mean, yeah, yeah, completely. It's what mm. it's the fastest selling game in the UK oh, for this year. Um, makes sense. <laughs> Far Cry Five before makes sense. Um, also, yeah. I'd imagine. I don't know. In fact, you know, I'd imagine Red Dead might top that. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Uh, you've got. It's not a well-known name as, as well as Spider-Man, but I imagine. You know, Red Dead is gonna. Yeah, it's got um, being multi-platform on its side. Obviously, Far Cry Five sold on um, True. PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Spider-Man mm -hmm. is just on PS4. That's really impressive. Uh, and, yeah. yeah, massively. For yeah, I thought it was just on about PS4, but if it's like across no, all, no, it's across it's really the board. Good. Um, mm -hmm. And Red Dead is. He's just a console game, isn't it? There's no PC release, so it's just going to be yeah. It's going to be yeah. PS4 and yeah. um, Xbox at the moment. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Then <laughs> we've got a little bit of time. Yeah, just a little. Loads of time to talk about mm. Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> yes, let's I mean, look forward. <laughs> I yeah. haven't. Uh, I haven't finished it. And we were chatting earlier about sort of like the place uh, that I'm at. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how far You're through. Still you're still in Act 2. I think you're almost yes. at the end of Act 2. I think. Yeah, I, I didn't realise it was kind of mm. in Acts until, did I, until, until I hit the, the end of Act 1. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. okay, yeah, you know, I understand. I get yeah. this. You can see that they're doing this kind of, you know, each act has its own mm. kind of self-contained story and you move on a little bit from then. You know, there's this big reveal or something happens then you move into the next act. And kind of from what I'm doing, I can guess that if it's not the mission I'm on, it's going to be kind of the next maybe mission that, that kind of mm. rounds out what's going on in the story uh, i've i've kind of got no idea how long i've been playing for really mm. uh, like yeah. like you i started it on sunday but uh my kind of my gaming chunks with it have been much smaller so, so yeah, I think yeah sunday it's i played it for, yeah, yeah mm. I, sunday i played it for maybe two hours uh, monday i played a little bit at lunch um so maybe uh, maybe monday i got in another couple of hours um, and it's been the same kind of every day. Tuesday was a couple of hours. Wednesday was a couple of hours. So, I mean, I probably only played between, uh, say, seven to ten hours, somewhere around that. Yeah. Um, I've been doing a few um, side missions. I did the Black Cat ones as soon as they opened up because I was super interested okay. in what was going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, that's a kind of that's a little bit. Uh, I found them a little bit boring. The black cat ones you're just doing the same kind of thing each time it's not the the mm. sort of the funnest yeah. kind of side thing to do I, I think um that's a good place to like speak about like the uh, outside of the story um the overall package of the game mm. because i imagine you're enjoying the story a fair bit yeah yeah i'm enjoying yeah. the story good um i think it's well written i like the mm -hmm. you know the characters um uh, we'll touch a bit more on story later, but just as you're saying, like the side missions, um, mm. <laughs> this is a very, very generic open world, very yeah. generic. Yeah. But I absolutely love like all all the things you could do. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's like um, it's how I felt about Mafia Three. Yeah. S super generic, almost you know, you know, monotonous, almost mm. um, kind of side yes. mission side tasks that repeat ad nauseum but in mafia 3 i absolutely like did everything because I, I was just so 
like enraptured by the mm. um just the mechanics of the game. I really liked stealth, even though it was like the, the AI was completely dumb. I like the stealth and like this. It's <laughs> like I, I like the mechanics of the game, how it felt, and how the gameplay mm. felt enough to you know see f- through all the side missions. I, I think I got the trophy for doing all the side missions in Spider Man. Okay. It's like yeah, it's like I it, it never. It never became not fun for me because I think the overall gameplay and the feel of Spider-Man and the combat, and we'll get more into that, obviously, um, it just felt so great. It's like, even if you, it is just the same thing over and over again, yeah. it's like, it's, it's sort of like, if you like, I, I don't know, beer, you know, <laughs> if you're just drinking the same beer, but you really love it over and over again, it's fine. Because yeah. it's beer and you yeah. love it. Who cares exactly. if there's no variety? <laughs> you know, people yeah. drink Carling from now until the day they die. <laughs> as long as they enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. how I felt about it. It's, felt about it. it's like drinking a Carling, but it's like... I mean, this isn't the most exciting or, you know... <laughs> um, taste, most tasty beer. Yeah. But I like beer, and I'll drink it. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of... I feel, I feel similarly about some parts, so... The, I mean, the, the kind of the open world elements are almost split a little bit and they, they kind of, they try and merge slightly, but I almost find that you've got like the side missions, mm-hmm. which are presented very well, give you a little bit of story, um, sometimes involve uh, villains, you know, yeah. minor kind of villains and things um, from kind of from, from Spider-Man canon, uh, but they they make you invested in what you're doing, you know, as the story missions do uh, versus some of the other stuff, um, Mm -hmm. which is, which I would kind of, which I'm kind of suggesting are collectibles. So the black black cat stuff is kind of like a collectible. Mm -hmm. Um, The, uh, the, the little research pods um, that Harry Osborn kind of, Harry Osborn that gets you to go to those research pods. Whilst they, they kind of, they're kind of collectibles, but they're, kind of little missions as well yeah i thought i really liked the research ones because Mm. they were different almost every time yes i really liked about it's like you're just it's not recycling the same thing it's like you're 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 using the mechanics of the game and changing it up slightly every single time and i really appreciated that because because this does just feel like a generic open world um many of which we've seen and played over the years Uh um they could have easily just been like, yeah, do this every single time, but you no, know, it's a bit different. So exactly, and that that kind of I'm I'm sort of sat in this almost like middle ground mm, where I'm yeah. kind of thinking, yeah, it is it is kind of generic, but they've mm. they it feels like they've almost whilst they've taken a lot of those open world kind of tropes and, mm-hmm. and just used them uh, almost as Horizon did. Horizon had a lot of those kind of open world tropes. They just tried mm. to do a little bit extra with them. Yeah, I think Spider Man has done the same sort of thing. It's just tried to put something else on top of those kind yeah. of those uh, you know those open world collectibles or side missions or mm-hmm. uh, so yeah. i mean one of the one of the research station missions mm-hmm. or tasks was go and collect some algae and then yeah. go up onto a building you're basically an environmental s- scientist <laughs> yeah yeah um and then climb up to a higher building mm. and then dive off and smash yeah. towards the ground and then swing and yeah. you it, that was kind of like oh that was nice because the, in the last one i was jumping through clouds mm. of fog and you know 
they, they do clouds, yeah. <laughs> yeah they do mix it up and yeah. it kind of stuff like that just looks to highlight the one of the best things about Spider-Man, which is mm. traversing around the open world, and the uh, depth of like the combat as well, yes. because like the depth of the moves, you know, because you're using a lot of different moves. Like you're just mm. thinking, um, like one of them, one of the research uh, labs requires you to use like the ground pound, and it's like um, I wasn't using that as much. I knew it was there, and I used it now mm. and then for like sometimes crowd control with lots of enemies. Yeah, but it was just nice to be like, oh yeah, that mechanic exists, and mm. you're incorporating it into this mission. I thought that's I thought that was a really smart way of doing it. Pretty cool. It does, and it allows you to, or at least reminds you that mm. the, that, that extended move set is there. That you're not just going in and bash, 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 mm. swing and kick them, do a finisher disarm them and then mm -hmm. bash 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 swing kick finisher and having to repeat the same thing there's i mean there's there's tons of of stuff to do in the combat and it's it is it's very mm -hmm. versatile um kind of i don't I, i've got a couple of other things to say about kind of like the open world elements but we're moving into combat a little bit uh but i think it, they, they worked really well on yeah. taking that kind of as everyone has said taking that arkham formula uh, taking what? the idea <laughs> really that was an inspiration I couldn't tell <laughs> <laughs> taking that formula but applying it to Spider-Man to make it a little bit more fluid to allow yeah. his his skill set to kind of work with that so you can wrap people up you can uh, you know you can swing kick off of them you know latch onto a building and then swing and kick them some of the finishers are you know it's a it's a nice little thing just to be able to to stop one enemy and finish them off just to build up your i think it's yeah. focus or something they call it yeah, yeah um and and still be able to kind of on the fly change between like abilities and gadgets and stuff to then change up how you're fighting or take on an enemy in a different way uh, and i think the game is paced very well and it's kind of in its combat encounters mm. that it, it starts you know quite easily with sort of generic grunts and moves you up to more specialized kind of enemies yeah. who then yeah. are within those kind of grunts there there may be two or three different specialists with and a couple of people with, yeah and they tie it in with the story like this yes. like new yeah. um like factions and stuff like that they're integrated into the enemies that you meet in combat which is mm. which is cool but um I'll just flat out say it. I think it's one of my favourite combat systems ever. Right? Nice. It's, yeah. It is up there. I mean, it obviously takes <laughs> a lot from the Arkham games, and I love the Arkham yeah. games by the bar night. Um, but it, it's it. I mean, Batman's very. Batman's more a tank. He's you know more on the ground. He's very. He hasn't yeah. got. Like, super spident mutant powers so he's he's much more grounded in the combat and it's much more visceral whereas this is very more as you say fluid and um, mm. got more range of movement and everything and i i prefer it to um you know the arkham games combat but it's all well and good saying that because this is I mean, from a, where Asylum is, this is a game that has come out almost 10 years later, so there's yeah. obviously much more they can do with the tech. And um, I just love how how seamless everything is. Mm. Like, swinging around and then just dropping right into combat. Yeah. And just, you know, in combat, you, you, they give you the tool set and they don't limit mm -hmm. you in any single way, technically or creatively. And 
uh, when you were saying um, when we were speaking on on Discord to each other, you were saying haven't really gone into the skill tree yet. Yeah. Um, I said <laughs> you should really focus on that mm. because it just makes it it, it branches it branches even more and it just makes the combat feel even more rewarding and even no, more fun. So completely, completely. Yeah. I I didn't um I didn't even look into it after it kind of twigged, but with with kind of the little encounters that you get throughout the city um yeah. the combat encounters you occasionally or you you will get like bonus objectives to do yeah. which might be um yeah those are against really the fun yeah. and stuff like that mm. uh, and one of them was disarm five enemies mm -hmm. and i didn't know you could disarm enemies <laughs> I, I hadn't even realized that and obviously it's an upgradable skill which i hadn't <laughs> unlocked at the time and I sort of like disarm enemies. Oh, I'll, I'll look at it in a little bit. I just want to swing around the city for the moment. Yeah. Completely forgot about it until I started to explore that skill tree. And I'm like, you know, I had something like <laughs> 20 points. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll do this. Oh, cool. Yeah, all right, I'll do this. Oh, yeah, 20? Jeez. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. the most I had was like 10. And I was like, Lucy, what have you been doing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm great, those. And then uh, yeah. it's kind of, you know, the, the game, it takes you through a few little tutorial bits. And it did say to me um you know you can upgrade your equipment as well and mm -hmm. make it more powerful or give it better recharge or whatever you know you do to upgrade the the, the different gadgets that you have uh but again i'd kind of ignored a lot of that uh mm -hmm. until i'd maybe explored a little bit more done a few more of the open world yeah. elements to give me the like the currencies the tokens you need to be able to uh, upgrade certain things and unlock certain things. Mm, yeah, um, I'm glad you brought up those like bonus objectives because those, those just I think that is an absolutely masterful touch to this game because yeah. it's like it makes you think, oh yeah, maybe I can do that. Or hold on, mm. as you say, I've forgotten how to do that. I can do that. Look in the move list and you know familiarize uh, yourself yeah. with you know all those things. But um, uh, the the upgrade tree and like the gadgets and the suits and everything like that i thought it was really easy to understand because i mean there's mm -hmm. going to be a lot of comparisons drawn to god of war i don't want to make those comparisons because it's two completely different games yeah but i was very much intimidated by the god of war like skill tree and upgrades and stuff i didn't understand it like all the runes and this and that it was just so complicated and it wasn't until like the end game I didn't even know it was the end game, but I was like, maybe I should really upgrade now because I imagine <laughs> things are going to start getting harder and the game ended. But <laughs> I was like, and which is a shame because I didn't get the most out of that combat system because that combat yeah. system is really deep. It's far deeper than Spider-Man's. I mean, there's, mm -hmm. a, there's a lot of depth to Spider-Man's, um, but in terms of the move list and the move sets and stuff like that, but in terms of what you can do in God of War, I think that's on the next level, but... Um, yeah, I, I find that it was quite easy to understand the, the upgrade system and the skill tree in this game, and just like, yes, make it for dumb dumbs like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But God of War felt like a fighting game. <laughs> like, uh, but God of War has always been that kind of hack and slash kind of stuff. Yeah, the, the, the upgrade but, stuff. Yeah. I think we kind of discussed it and thought that maybe it was a little bit a little much for for that kind of it was for that kind of game but it was confusing how they explained it because they throw all of that at you like immediately yeah and it's like i cannot comprehend this and the runes and this and creating this at the shop and then equipping it on atreus yeah, and, then yeah. and then your sword and then 
or axe rather than it was like. Mm. I, I think maybe Spider-Man has a bit of a a broader kind of reach or a broader yeah, for audience, dum -dums. perhaps. <laughs> you know, uh, God of War is yeah. uh, is it fifteen? Is it an eighteen? I don't remember, but it's it's kind I of it's not I, aimed at. I wouldn't have thought it's. I wouldn't have thought it's like. I bet that the game could pass for like T. I don't know why. Maybe. Well, Maybe apart from in like, this God of War, I don't remember. No, you can't have sex with anyone in this no, God of War, but um, apart from like chopping off somebody's head, or maybe, no, I guess you'd like mash up some ogres and stuff like Maybe it's, yeah, yeah probably. Rip, like the Valkyries, you rip yeah. their wings off the back of the, yeah, off the back yeah, of the Yeah, I only board. did like two of those. Quite, I was like, it's quite violent. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Possibly, but... I'd say, what's T? What's teen? What is a teenager? 12. 12. Is it twelve? So maybe yeah. fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so twelve. I think exactly. <laughs> I think Spider Man is perhaps it reaches a, like a younger. Whilst it reaches us, um, it also reaches maybe like a younger audience as well. So mm. making those systems and those upgrade systems a little simpler. Yeah. Makes sense, makes sense to yeah. kind of allow everyone to understand them, to get behind them, to use them, and utilize them. Um, and as, as we were saying, kind of some of the side missions, the research stations and stuff, they want you to use moves and things that maybe you haven't used before. So mm -hmm. everything kind of works very, really well to get you to like be the best Spider-Man you can be yeah. and use everything yeah. he has That's true. Um, yeah. within his arsenal, in his move set to, um, to basically just live the best spider-man fantasy possible yeah. like you say yeah. it works seamlessly like swing around and then just drop into a group of enemies and start yeah. an encounter with them it just works yeah. really well um they've got a nice little slow-mo kind of aiming system as well mm -hmm. as you're uh you know if you're going through the flying through the sky you pick the item that you want you can slow-mo it and then just start firing stuff off yeah or you can even people, just equip of... the camera as you, as you swing it about and just <laughs> Yeah, yes. yeah. just right yeah. in the middle of an encounter, just yeah, yeah. start taking photos of guys. Yeah. yeah, but as you say, <laughs> yeah, this everything. I mean, I think the two big words from this game I'm going to take is like seamless and money, because mm. this game just stinks of money. It's what I thought about like <laughs> Uncharted Four. I could just smell it. I, could, yeah. I, I mean, Sony and Marvel must and. They must have backed off like six six dump trucks just worth of money to like Insomniac <laughs> Store because I mean I think that's what like Mafia Three they spent all the money on like the story I think in this game they spent all the money on like feeling like spite the tech yeah. and it is Insomniac's tech and they own it and it's which is great and I mean there's a lot of um you can see Sunset Overdrive in this game mm. a lot. And that's why I was so excited for Spider-Man because Sunset Overdrive is a fantastic game, um, unappreciated. I think more people should have played it, but I was just so because the the traversal system in that was so dynamic and like fluid and fun. Mm. I was like, Spider-Man's gonna feel even better like four years down the line. But um, I mean, only six people own Xbox Ones, don't they? So. <laughs> So only two people played Sunset Overdrive. <laughs> Be interesting to see what the, uh, you know, like what the attachment rate is uh, for for Xbox Ones. Uh, you know, especially for kind I of think it's really... first by exclusive games versus 
yeah, versus I Sony. Think... With 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 Spider-Man being like the, the fastest selling yeah. game, you've got to imagine it's it's high for for PS. I'd imagine Spider-Man's probably going to be like the highest, but I think I mean most first-party titles on both consoles, the attachment rate is really low, which mm. is shocking. Um, it was really low for Xbox for sure, but when you think like only, I'm sure they came out with like Last of Us and like Uncharted Two and Three um, figures, and there was like the attachment rate was pretty poor, and it was like yeah, and that's always been the case, if, apart from if you're Nintendo and you're still selling Mario Kart Eight, <laughs> and you sell more <laughs> copies of Breath of the Wild than actual Switches that, for ages, yeah, that, which is weird. <sighs> But, but it's like unless you're Nintendo, those figures are really poor. But that's that's just the way it is. But um... I seem to I seem to remember it was years ago. Um, mm. PlayStation Four was out, but I remember another podcast. I can't remember which one it was. Whether mm. it was um, uh, Beyond the IGN PlayStation podcast or the one kind of funny did um, PS I Love You. But they were talking about attachment rates between PS4 and uh, Vita. Yeah, Vita's and Vita really is high. super high. Yeah, that's because like it's two games, seven games. <laughs> you know, on average, seven yeah. games per per console. Whereas yeah. PS4 was down yeah. to like three or something like that. Yeah. And obviously, there's a lot of people out there that you know they buy the next generation content. And exactly, <laughs> yeah. FIFA, Madden, or Call of Duty. Yeah, and that is like the game yeah. that they play all year. And we've mm -hmm. spoken about this before. There's there's you know, there's people like that that just don't they won't buy Spider Man. They're not interested in it. Mm -hmm. They're waiting for the next Call of Duty to come out or the next FIFA to come out. And that is what they're going to buy. That's what they're going to play. Yeah. Uh so it kind of makes sense with a handheld at least with something like Vita mm -hmm. it doesn't have those experiences on yeah. that the people that kind of gravitate towards owning something like that. And I imagine it's probably quite similar for like things like 3ds um and maybe was similar for like game boy and stuff mm. that that people buy a lot more games because they're not quite as fleshed out the the, the hardware can't quite drive what your your home console of the time yeah, can yeah. do uh so you know on a home console people with a switch probably own breath of the wild Mario Odyssey, Mario Kart, maybe Mario, Mario Kart, Odyssey, and maybe Splatoon, Arms, maybe, maybe. But, I mean, but, you know, it's, it's surprising how Nintendo's, they do it, man, but it's like, that's, that's Nintendo, you're not going to be, I mean, obviously, first party games are locked to the console, but it's, Nintendo have just been around for longer, and it's like, their series yeah. are just way more iconic, and it's like you're not going to be able to play Zelda anywhere else. You're not going to be able to play Mario anywhere else. That's why they don't depreciate in value. Mm. And it's like, yeah, but I, I have to say, like, be, you know, absolute props to Sony because, you know, games, first party games especially, small attach rate. I mean, Spider Man mm -hmm. will, you know, knock it out of the park, but. Spider-Man's a known quantity, like God of War, you know, yes. Ghost of Tsushima, mm. The Last of Us, Death Stranding. I mean, yeah, well, it, it, forget it that. Have Kojima but attached to it, but just let's not talk about it. What the fuck is it? <laughs> but it's like to put that amount of money into, you know, into high-risk games, mm -hmm. and they come out, you know, the, the best games of the generation so far. Yeah, like massive props to them because I mean I understand Microsoft. Like, if I was a company, I just want to put all my money into games as a service. That's 
I wouldn't be like, you know, screw creativity. Where's the money? I'd be like, <laughs> you see that game that looks like Fortnite? Put it into that. And I'd be like, I would definitely go through with Microsoft. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it's still amazing in this day and age that, you know, Sony are putting so much time and effort and money into these tentpole games. Mm. And, it, and it shows, you know. Good. It does. They sell well. But yeah, and- it will never be like a Far Cry 5 or a For Honor, which was like one of the best selling games when it came out that year. And it- was it? Yeah. I imagine people, if it's one of the best-selling games when it came out, I imagine people, after, say, a week, that, like, drop-off rate... Oh, yeah, yeah. Playing ...must That's have been massive, games, yeah. because but, yeah, that, was, but... that was kind of seen, uh, at least, kind of, like, in the industry. Mm-hmm. For Honor was almost seen as a bit of a a bit of a joke, really. It was, yeah, but it was one of the best-selling games of that year, and it's like, as was Ghost Recon Wildlands, which was practically broken when it came out. And it's like once you get your player base and you churn out DLC, and when, once you have like something like Destiny, and you can literally charge people eight times a year yeah, for new yeah. content, which people still not happy about. <laughs> it's like you've run to a winner. They still pay it. They still pay it. I don't understand that at all. Oh, yeah, and that's something that I'll never understand. You know, never. <laughs> but. Yeah. And how they get away with it. It's like, I don't care how good the gameplay feels. You're not making me buy a game eight times a year. <laughs> okay, not eight, but three. in the course of its lifetime, yes, three. And yeah. two of them be absolute duds. And then you feel like, oh, but this is like the Taken King. What does that mean? What does that mean? Shouldn't it be? It shouldn't have that how the original game felt. Why are you still giving this game your time, money, and effort? I don't. Spider Man, how do you feel about the story? <laughs> I've opened another beer. I'm going to talk about my other beer first. Yeah, let's. Um, I have opened up. Uh, do I say it correctly, or do I say it how I want to say it? From Grut House, um, or Grutus, mm. however it's pronounced. The Hella Honigbock. There's lots of other German words on this that I have no idea what they are. However, I know what alcohol is, and it's eight percent. Um, it's a bock. Yeah. It's eight percent. It's made by Grut House. Uh it was part of the Beer fifty two <laughs> Oktoberfest box. Uh it was the biggest beer I think I had, so I thought I'd have it today. Mm, nice. Um I'm torn uh which one I should have next. They both sound really good. Um They're both siren beers. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Uh, one is called The Sky Was Pink, and it's an India Pale Ale, mm-hmm. with collaboration with Daya, who are the best. Ooh. And I have another one, and it's called Much Ado About Muffin, which is a blueberry muffin pale ale in collaboration with Lervig. <gasps> is this Rainbow Project, Biz? No. Uh, when's Rainbow Project? It, it's, it already came out. It came yeah, out. I thought um, it came out. This is why, yeah. No, these aren't. Okay. New, (laughs) as far as I know. No, because I think because it's the last one that they're ever doing, and they were all barrel aged. So. um, Oh. And I think they sold out pretty quickly. Um, Because I heard about it's like I only realised that it was like. I mean, it's always around this time uh, each year because I remember we had them at the uh, Bristol Craft Brew Festival. Yes, we did. 
yeah. And I also bought a box. So it was, it was always around September, but I just completely forgot about it. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm sure they're great. But I didn't feel like, like dropping like £60 on like a box of beer. Not yeah, like... that's fair. That's fair. Mm, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I don't know which one to have. Mm, I'm mm. interested in the yeah. pink one. Okay. I'll have the pink one. Okay. Not a fan of blueberry muffins, are you? Uh, bl- blueberry muffins are fine. They're, They're kind fine, of a known yeah. quantity, though, aren't they? Yeah. I know what a blueberry yeah, muffin is. but in a beer? Is. That's well, new. I, I guess it's a little bit bready. <laughs> yeah. It's a little sweet. Oh. Blueberries, perhaps. Yeah, I'll probably I, I, have this after the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing massively here. Yeah. Uh, does it give you any... Does it give you any info on it i don't remember siren having much on their bottles um let's have a look oh it does uh it says it was a hazy day in belgium when carl and theo i think those are the day guys uh dreamed up with this picturesque ipa citra mandarina and palatau blank hops provide the juice hibiscus provides the floral notes drinkability and beautiful color then our house strain Vermont yeast brings it all home. So yeah, hibiscus is in it. Alato blank, citra, mandarina. So it's going to be fruity as hell. Yeah, yeah. Little, mm. little spiced perhaps. Hmm. Yeah, definitely fruity on the nose. It smells like a day beer. I guess it's going to look like yeah. a day beer and going to yeah. taste like a day beer. Just they super a, hazy. Yeah, they have a very distinct. Like style and look to their beers, yeah. Oh yeah, proper juice pop. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's a, uh, it's a bit, it's a bit pinky and orangey as well. Um, Ooh, like pink grapefruits. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Definitely getting a lot of citrus on the nose. Mm. Uh, very like tropical and light, light fruits. Nice. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. A bit of peach on the nose as well, which you may or may not be a fan of. I'm definitely coming round to peach in my beers. Definitely. How's it taste? Ah, uh, I don't. It's it's very it, just like the last beer. It's very fruity, very wet finish. Yeah. Very easy drinking. Very. It's quite smooth. It's quite light. Um, what was the percentage on this actually? Didn't look at that. Six point four. Tastes okay. tastes lighter than that. Um, but it starts off really, really, really good. Um, a lot of fruits, you know, especially the tropical fruits. Everything that you get on the aroma is there in the taste. Yeah. At the end, I think it's because I'm expecting like a day of beer. Mm. At the end, it like tapers off slightly. Okay, it's not quite that, but it's very, very good. Nice. I'll, I'll, I'll have have a bit more and give you some more thoughts. Okay, okay. As yours, yeah. looks like another lager. It, it, it does, yes. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it uh, looks exactly, exactly like the last exactly beer. <laughs> the same as the last beer. A uh, little more head to this one than the, than the last. Not not much. Uh, it's it's not quite as as carbonated. Mm. as the uh, as the last one but um it's full of flavor absolutely full. yeah um on the nose i'm getting a lot of uh banana 
a little bit of it kind of it borders not quite that bubblegummy kind of estery sort of um feel to it but it's it's kind of um do you, what are the lollipops called they're they're not they're not like classic lollipops they are oh, i don't remember what they're called i don't eat sweets i don't know but that is what it is it's yeah. like one of the lollipops that i'm not remembering the name of <laughs> uh, it's uh, kind of almost those... Like almost like hard kind of like marshmallowy, which is pink and yellow. It's like a rectangle on a little white stick. Oh yeah, I don't know. Like I have no idea. But a drumstick, a drumstick. There we go. Is that what they're called? That's what they're called. Probably haven't had um, one of those in about twenty years. So, but I think everyone knows just from the description. I, I've there. enjoyed. I've enjoyed little birthday parties that Evelyn has gone oh, to yes. <laughs> because she can't. She's not so good with sugar. So any sweets that she gets, I just get to consume instantly. <laughs> the perks so of the I've, job. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> uh, but it's got. It's got some banana. It's got a little bit of that. Yeah. A little bit of that kind of sweet. A bit of bubblegum. Almost, stuff, almost yeah. bubblegummy. And in the flavour, you are getting both of those come through. But you're getting this big, big sweet flavour as well, um, which isn't quite the same as the nose. Mm. Whether that's the eight percent, or that's the alcohol coming through as well. Uh, just to kick that sweetness up slightly, um, it doesn't. You, you know, you can't tell it's the alcohol sweetness. But as that sweetness kind of fades, you're left with a lovely little kind of burn on the tongue, which is yeah. probably the alcohol as well. But it's got this slight spice to it, okay. um, and that's yeah. maybe adding to that little bit of burn as well. Uh, it's a lovely finish, and it's wet as well. Yeah. So whilst it's not dry at all, is it? No. Okay. It kind of, it it, it kind of walks the line a little bit. Mm. It's still wet now. It's still wet. Yeah. And then suddenly it goes, and it and you're ah, like, okay. Goes, yeah. And it's just dry instantly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's one of those in between ones. Yeah. 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 So it's got this lovely wetness to it, where you where the flavour kind of remains, and then suddenly it's kind of like, oh, here's that burn. And that, that wetness goes and it becomes dry and you've got that burn on your tongue as well. Yeah. I really like this. This is really good. That's good. Eight percent. Just down in one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was like me in the first one. Uh, <laughs> going back to the uh the sky was pink. Um this is very easy drinking as well, it's like mm. and it's it's really light it's it's like you could give this to a miner and say, "Here, drink this grapefruit juice," <laughs> <laughs> and because it's, I mean, I mean, the carbonation is just not there anymore. There's no more head to it. It's, yep. it. it's just very drinkable, but it is still very hoppy. Um, nowadays, I think I, I don't know if I just notice it less, but I rarely come across like very, very hoppy beers. I remember that was all the craze, like getting something mm. as hoppy as you can. Yeah. Like you know, several years ago, but um, even though it's very hoppy, there's not much bitterness on the end. Um, so I don't know how they managed that, but they did. But yeah, it's just like it's like juice. It's um, I don't think it has the Dale Wow factor for for me, but okay. um, it's I wouldn't call it a juice bomb, but it's just mm. very juicy. It's it's like it's blurs the line between being like just juice and beer, yeah. but that hoppiness. Um, you know, brings it back around. It brings it back. Oh yes, this is a beer that I'm drinking. 
So maybe you couldn't give it to a minor. Mm. You're like, why is this like mixed between juice and fizzy pop? It's <laughs> like, the good have, stuff. It's called beer. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure whether it was the last episode or, uh, you know, say in the last three episodes. I think I had a a, a similar kind of beer, which you would when you were kind of expecting that juice bomb. It was mm. a, like a double IPA or an eight percent IPA or something like that. Uh, made by people who notably kind of make, you know, those juice bomb kind of beers. But actually, it was a little bit uh, muted. It was a little bit more balanced mm. out uh, than kind of like than you were expecting from a juice bomb. So maybe people are kind of refining that craft a little bit more and Possibly, pulling yeah. back on that big flavour to make something that's maybe a little bit more refined that kind of is slightly... It isn't quite as juicy, which is a little bit more... Beer, yeah. which is kind of this nice middle ground between a fruity IPA and a juice bomb and they're kind of yeah. trying to work through that scale a little bit perhaps yeah this feels like something that I'd have it's like I don't I'm not in a very you know drinking mood but it's like mm. you know other than water I only drink beer really but it's like <laughs> you know I want something that's light even though yep. it's 6.4% it still feels very light very easy drinking. Yeah, this is it. But um, I don't know. I mean, I think. <laughs> I mean, this is first and foremost. It's in a siren bottle. But yeah. when I see things in collaboration with Day, I'm just immediately like all about the Day. But yeah, it's it's still a very very good beer, and it's um. No, oh yeah, I'm drinking it in my. Uh. I, d I don't know if that's why you said like Rainbow Project because I'm drinking it in like the Rainbow Project oh, glass so from last are, year. Yes, no, yeah. no, no, I didn't even notice that. It's come full circle. <laughs> I think it was more. I was thinking Rainbow Project because Rainbow yeah. Project is often collaborations with other, which yeah, then, yeah, which then with other people and which there was then two colour yeah. as well, uh, pink, mm. although not a yes. colour on the rainbow. So it'll do. That's the <laughs> pink is the new indigo because no one remembers indigo. No. Or is it violet? Violet, no, violet. Yeah, violet's the. Yeah, we've remembered both of them, but other people they won't know. They won't know. Um, yes. So, should we move back into the spotted man? Yeah, I mean, we've talked about the combat. I think we've talked about the open world. I think possibly the last thing to talk about is like the story and. Obviously, we're not going to get in too much to it, yeah. but we'll still talk about the story. Um, um, before we talk I about think the, the story, swinging, maybe? Ooh, <laughs> the swinging, the swinging. I wanted mm. to kind of mention one area <laughs> that I think it lacks a little bit. Okay, yeah. Uh, and that's, uh, like, the music. So yes, that's a very good point, actually. Yeah. We've noticed a lot with loads of games uh, recently that music has been super important, that it has kind of... Uh, built uh like tone and atmosphere very well with certain games and obviously a lot has gone into mm. to, to the music to kind of help and support what's going on with spider-man i i almost feel like it's kind of a bit too like generic superhero-esque kind of music it's very much agree. like just background avengers music uh, you know, Avengers yeah. has got a theme tune. The the, the film series uh -huh. has got oh, a theme right, okay. tune, yeah. and it's one of those that anytime you play like a, a a music game 
or like a, a music intros kind of game. It's like all oh, these are from films, and they play mm. that one from Avengers. I'm always like, I've got no idea what this is. You know, it's very unremarkable. It's kind of, it's just a yeah. little bit generic, and it's a little bit kind of like, kind of superhero-y and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this I, feels exactly like that. I fully agree, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> Well, I enjoy I fully, it, and it yeah. kind of it, I, it sort of it's it's so I think it's very sparse. Though. Yeah, I think it's sparse, and I don't know if it, they reuse the track or if it's an extended track. I don't know, but um, I fully agree. It's like I I should have prefaced this like conversation by saying off air, and I'd be like, we can talk about Spider Man as long as we just don't bring up any Marvel film like <laughs> after two thousand and eight. <laughs> Because I don't, I don't mm. care. I don't care about any Marvel film. That I'm just not into it. Yeah. I haven't seen any of them since maybe the first Iron Man, which I did. The Incredible know. Hulk. Was that the Ang Lee one? Yes, with. Um, I never saw that. Not with Edward Norton, the other guy. Isn't it Edward Norton? Wasn't that the Is Ang Edward Lee Norton one? The Ang Lee one. I think so. Oh, That's the only. What's the one before? But they made one after it. They, they, no, won they one made one, one before it. it. They made one before it. Do you mean like that? Like the one that came with out Eric, in the eighties? Eric Banner. No, Eric Banner. <laughs> isn't Eric he, Banner? Not Bruce that, Banner. Eric Banner. Isn't that the name of the Hulk though? No, Bruce Banner's the name of the Hulk. Oh, but and the actor was called Eric one of the Hulk <laughs> films. He was played by a guy called Eric Banner. My head hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. No, not not the not the Lou Ferrigno fucking TV show. That's what I'm thinking. From the fucking eighties or <laughs> That's whatever. What I was it was. That, no, no. Not. That was cool. But anyway, anyway. everyone everyone loves fucking Lou. Just like <laughs> painted green with crazy fucking hair going on. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. But but anyway, I don't know anything. Well, clearly we've just established I don't know anything about what's come out. In terms of superhero films after 2008, so don't ask me. Um, but um, yeah, the music is sparse. Um, yeah. But it did very much remind me of, like, you know, I don't know if it's ingrained in me because I don't know how similar it is to like the Avengers theme tune. I don't know if it's just by osmosis that I know those tunes, but it more sounded like just like superhero films of old, like especially Spider Man, and just yes. like the, like like the, you know cartoon, which I absolutely adored and grew up with and stuff like that. <laughs> not so, the theme tune, not the fucking Spider Man theme tune. <laughs> no, but it, it's there. just yeah, it, it's um, it it just reminded me of yes, Spider Man, and it's obviously, I mean, this game is called Marvel Spider Man, so they obviously had a lot of. Maybe not a lot, some influence over the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, stuff like that. Which I might speak about more of actually. But um ooh. it's ooh, but I I don't know, I I saw like a tweet from like Brian Altano uh, from IGN and he was saying the first thing you should do is turn off the music and just play, you know, New York City. Yeah, I saw you that know. play some Wu Tang, play some Nazis. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know what? I, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I was like, this doesn't even feel like that grimy kind of New York anyway. It's no, very it sensationalized no, no, no. most of the time. They do get a lot of like, you know, nice. I've never been to New York, but from what you can imagine as like a foreigner, they do, they do, you know, get the feel of the city right for the most part. But mm. 
even when there's like thugs and prisoners and criminals on the streets, it very does seem very sensationalised. It doesn't seem like gritty Neil. Completely, it's very comic honest. booky. It mm. is very kind of um, almost like yeah. pop art kind of. Yeah. Uh, in comparison to mm-hmm. like Batman, which was a little bit more kind of grounded, yeah. and a little bit more muted as well. Which, for at least for the Arkham games, for both kind of uh, for Asylum and for City. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had this very muted kind of color palette and was offset or, you mm-hmm. know, quite a lot by things that popped out. So everything was kind of, you know, grays and browns and dark colors. And then suddenly yeah. you have like a neon sign kicking out. Whereas Spider-Man is like blue skies. Uh, yeah, you play a lot of the game during the day. There is like night parts. I mean, yeah. there's, there's no like day and night cycle until you finish the game. Um it's basically throughout the story. Um, you have like a rainy New York. You have a dark New York. You yeah. have a, most time it's during the day. Um, it's not like GTA uh, Four that, <laughs> that looks a bit, you know, a bit more like New York. Or probably the best example: Fifty Cent's Bulletproof. <laughs> <laughs> Go play that, everyone. <laughs> Jesus, what can you even play that on now? <sighs> PS Two. PS2. Oh. Why they haven't remastered that, I don't know. But <laughs> Whilst you're there, go back and play like Def Jam Vendetta as well, just yeah. to really fucking get into that groove. Yeah, yeah. the devs are like teasing, like, it's like, should we bring Def Jam back? It's like, Fuck yeah. like no, no, it wasn't the devs, it was like, like the label itself. And I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, please. But I don't want it with like. <laughs> Contemporary artists, I still want like DMX oh, no. from yeah, you know playing from behind bars. Rappers in there, like yeah, yeah. Of course <laughs> <you> do. <laughs> don't like want whoever's around nowadays. I don't, yeah. I don't want Drake. Come on, what's he gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> Throw like hats. To yeah. The Nintendo <laughs> yeah. Fucking. Yeah. From that. <laughs> from that era, all I remember is like Def Jam, like Vendetta, and stuff like that, and um. The Simpsons wrestling game. Like, what was the other fifty seven? Blood on the sand. Yeah, that was like three sixty oh. era. Was that three sixty? Um, fuck, was it? Yeah, Jesus. I remember like fifty cent bulletproof, which I loved, by the way. Um, <laughs> unapologetically, fifty cent. I really like that. Game. I think I replayed it on like hard. <laughs> Didn't just play it once. <laughs> <laughs> um, Simpsons. I think Bulletproof was maybe a bit after, but like Simpsons Wrestling, the Celebrity Deathmatch game, <laughs> Def Jam. Anyway, <laughs> forgot where I was. <laughs> New York, yeah, music. Yes. Uh, yeah, it, it is. I, I enjoyed it because, as I say, it made me nostalgic for those uh, previous Spider-Man like properties and stuff like that but yeah it is very sparse and it is i think it is I, yeah. sometimes it does like swell but it's it's not as it's not as dynamic as like like doom which is probably the best example so it's a bit unfair to compare spider-man but it's not like you're not you're not getting into it as such and it's it's not you know tailoring like the music to your gameplay which is which is a bit of a shame but um yeah i know what you mean um, yeah, it kind of it just sort of kicks in a little bit. Like I said, it's it's very subservient hmm. to kind of what you're doing, and that's fine. Uh, I'm not I'm not there swinging through the city thinking, oh, I wish the mucking music was banging. 
like that game, you yeah. know, because it's yeah. like when you're going through the city and you're using your web slinger, you hear those sounds. I mean, in, in every other part of the sound department, yes. it's great because you know you yeah, feel completely. you hear like you know the web slinging and like you know wrapping enemies up in uh, you know your webs and you know hitting hitting someone on the counter and that whole boosh, like just like in yeah. Batman and stuff like that and um when you're swinging and it's like it's quite it's quite quiet when you're up on the rooftops but as you go down towards the city you hear like more ambient noise and like pedestrians and like traffic and that's really mm. cool but um but yeah I think in terms of like the music they could have certainly done a lot more for sure they could have they could mm. definitely and I mean yeah 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 <laughs> yeah but I, I'm oh. glad you brought it up because I completely forgot about that and that is one of my even though i didn't really enjoy listening hearing that music it's like i didn't want to put on another soundtrack because it's like this is what the devs intended and that's what i was experienced yes, yeah and it was the same with the, like the spider-man suit i didn't the great thing about this game is that you can unlock new suits which come with new powers but mm -hmm. you can always stay with the you know the suit what it looks like that aesthetic that you yeah. like you can always switch back to that but get to the abilities of other suits so which I think is really good, really well done, really nice touch to the game. But yeah. I always went with like the white, you know, red, blue, and white suit that yeah, Insomniac I made. I, that, that, yeah, that's the one I'm constantly wearing. Yes, yeah. I've have uh, I've crafted some suits basically Same. to get their abilities, and then mm. just switch straight back to the, you know, the yeah. Insomniac created kind of Spider-Man suit. Because mm. so, yeah. it's like this is their creative vision. I want to play what the devs intended. Um, it's not like a. It's not like where Sunset Overdrive. You could literally customize your own character, like even male yeah. and female and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I was just like, you know what? I mean, it's nice that they put all those touches in there, and it's like people obviously. Mm. Well, <laughs> they were complaining, but people are obviously like, you know, people a bit. Complain. Yeah, but it, it's just like this is what you create. This is what you want Spider Man to mm -hmm. look like. I will play play through that. I want to see your vision. All the way through, and I think it was really cool that they allowed you to do that. But um, but yeah, um, I just wanted to touch on the story, like yeah. not too in depth. Um, how are you finding it so far? You're, you're in. I'm, so I think it works well. Like we were talking earlier about acts, mm -hmm. I think it works well to uh, to kind of to split the story and to have uh, you know missions which follow on from each other as one kind of act and that is you know something yeah. big happens at the end of that and it then moves on to you know to the next to the next part and i think the way they've kind of structured the story at mm -hmm. least up until kind of the, the point i'm at which yeah. is maybe Central, maybe yeah. towards the end of, of of act two uh works very well and i assume there's only three acts yes as there is in most stories um Macbeth. But i think yes. i well <laughs> I think so far it's it's working very well. Um, yeah. I'm I'm inter I'm not invested, but I'm interested. Mm. Um, I yeah. I kind of I do deviate a little bit, and I'm maybe a little bit more interested in the side missions than I am in the main mission because obviously they're very self-contained. Yes. Uh, uh, they tell you this little kind of uh, almost as if you're reading a comic, and you get like three pages worth of pains just kind of like here's a little bit 
right in the middle of the kind of in the action uh, like a break from kind of what you're doing you just stumbled yeah. upon this lady who needs a help doing something or has spotted something or, or or you've encountered this other villain and what they're doing and that's kind of like a side mission it doesn't actually count towards the main mission um yeah. so uh, I think story-wise, yeah, I'm kind of I'm following it and I like it. But yeah. I'm not I'm not invested. I suppose that, that's exactly how I felt. And yeah. um, I mean, it, this isn't a spoiler at all because unless you've been completely like uh, like not following this game, I mean, me and you both watched E3 and the E3 yeah. demo. You know who the like antagonists are. Yes. this game yeah. and even if you don't you can probably guess <laughs> you know just from playing through the game and this story is very 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 backloaded with with like the, the action and the set pieces and the story and everything just culminates at the end so yeah i felt <laughs> even though as you say i was invested invested in the story i was you mean i did a lot of side activities you know by the end of the game I'd done most of the side activities, which is rare for me because it's like usually mm. I'm just mainlining through the story sometimes. But um, I mean, that's a testament to how much I enjoyed the side missions as well. Yeah, but, like I wasn't, even though like you know, you know, Pete is always, <laughs> you know, he's always, he's always talking to himself, always you know, in a monologues and stuff like that. And yeah, like oh god, I gotta go see Aunt May. She's she wants to, you know, see me for dinner, or it's like, oh god, I gotta go see Mr. Lee, or this and that, or, or I gotta go kill Mr. Negative. Um, it doesn't all, it, even though they're trying to emphasize that urgency because at different points in the story, he does say, like, oh, I've got nothing else to do, I might just check out. Yes, see. he does, yeah. But a lot of the time, that only happens probably like three or four times during the game. Most of the time, it's like, oh god, I gotta, gotta go meet MJ, or this and that. I never felt that urgency because it's like yeah, yeah. Nothing feels that urgent. Nothing, you know, the city's not on fire yet, and it's like it's just like I, 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 I'm not too compelled to go straight Completely. to the story mission. So I think I, the pacing I, I is off. In this I game. don't think that's just. Uh, I don't think that's just a Spider-Man issue. I think that's <laughs> just an open world issue yeah. in general. You know, the same could have been said for God of War. Uh, you know, the pacing you, is the, definitely off in that game. Yeah, yeah and sure. you can and you can just kind of float about and go to the different little islands on your boat and fight some yeah. trolls. But or that's whatever. even more linear than Spider Man, and I think the pacing was certainly an issue in that game. I think it's like yes, I think it's more linear in terms of its story and mm -hmm. where it wants you to go. Yeah. Um, but again, it's kind of oh, we must go and do this. Nah, mate. I'm just gonna get on the boat over there and just see what's <laughs> yeah. over there. And it's just, yeah. it's the same with Spider-Man. It's like, oh, uh, uh, I, I bet I, I've got to be quick. Mm. I'll go and do this before they yeah. explode something. You're like, eh, I'll just catch a pigeon mm. or something instead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just, Even just, like just... outside of the open world, I think God of War's like pacing. Like, I just remember that elf bit just like lasting for absolutely forever. It did. Uh, that was very long. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's, like, it's like I've been here for like a solid two days. <laughs> <laughs> and it's even more apt that it, it, the end of that, like, well, in fact, the middle of it, that Kratos is lost in like, in like that different dimension. Yeah. And then yeah. Trace is like, what are you doing? You've been there for days. It's like, yeah, it does feel like I've been in this part of the game for absolutely days. 
<laughs> Great game. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> At least we don't have any of that from kind of no, uh, no, no sort of uh, extended paused moments or extended yeah. moments with Spider-Man. Everything is very well kind of contained and feels like at least each mission is is kind of is paced very well. Whether the in, the story in general is obviously it's yet to kind of be seen for me at least because I haven't got to the end of it yet. Uh but yeah, it, it, almost as kind of like self-contained missions they do very well. Um mm. and not kind of overstaying their welcome. Yeah. So it, it, it kind of, I mean, as an overall sort of package, the story and the um, kind of like those like, like little subplots, the side missions and stuff, mm-hmm. they're, they're very well written. Yeah. And they work very well as kind of like individual things, almost as a, as a comic book would, you know. It's, mm-hmm. it's maybe you've got like 10 issues of a comic book which all are you know part of one run but actually yeah. each story kind of needs to be its own self-contained uh st- story to kind of keep people running through the you know page turning and getting through yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. almost the same as they've kind of structured the missions in a way in in spider-man yeah uh, and maybe i don't know yet but maybe the kind of the overall story is 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 well done uh, hmm. at least the point i've got to it hasn't overstayed its welcome and it okay. feels like it's flowing quite well yeah 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 i mean so, i i finished the game and i'm very yeah. satisfied with how it went and where it was there are pacing issues but that's like most that's like most video games and it's very hard to nail down pacing especially in an open world game but yeah overall i'm very satisfied and we'll obviously once you finish it and more time has passed, so if anyone wants to play it and finish it, also, um, we'll be able to dig into it more. Because, um, yeah, I have a lot of things to say, and it's hard not to say it. Yeah, good <laughs> and fine, bad. You know. <laughs> but the problem is, but, mm. what happens next is, uh, you know, we the, the the two of us go to Bristol Craft Beer Festival. So next episode, we'll finish it by Saturday, no so I can talk to you. <laughs> I don't think I've got a chance. I'm so busy with work. Play um, till three a.m. tonight. <laughs> I have a child. She hates no, me. She gets up at half past five. Um, so uh, we've got Bristol Craft Beer Festival coming up this weekend. So I think mm-hmm. at least next episode we'll probably talk about that. Then yeah. more than likely next episode or the episode after, Adel is back from his trip, so he'll uh, come back. Ooh. So then we can't spoil Spider Man. Uh, so he can just it might be like this for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> it might not be a, for a while. So actually, I think for us talking about spoilers, I've probably mm. got ages in terms of other mm. games to play. I need to finish this game to be able to move on to what's coming next yeah and i, I think i mean it seems it sounds like it's been holding your attention as you said so oh, i think very finish much it. Yeah. if you're already through at two it only came out on friday mm-hmm. i think we're forgetting it's not been a week yeah which is crazy uh, usually it's about... like yeah i'll buy this and i'll play it i was like oh wait two months later still <laughs> haven't picked it up <laughs> well and and yeah. talking about like older games uh you know when we were younger we may have only had one or two games in like a two-month period. So actually, yeah. games then held you a lot longer than they kind of than maybe they do now. You know, like things like save states and stuff is kind of 
allowed that longevity of play for you to put yeah. down and come back to it in a little while. Whereas, you know, you play a, a Mega Drive or a SNES game or something, you haven't got those save states. They're only maybe two hours long, three hours long. Yeah. But <laughs> they're hard and you don't get through the game in one yeah. sitting. So actually, you play that game for a month because you get 20% through or you get 10% through. A couple of days later, you get 20% through. A couple yeah. of days later, you get 30% through. And you make your way through the game. You build on that. You get better at playing it. Yeah. Spider-Man I mean, is very... I've replayed Castlevania games this year. Castle... Yeah. The first Castlevania is probably like an hour long. <laughs> <laughs> but it takes like 18 hours if you ever... If you ever play that without save Exactly. States. Exactly, yeah. Good old it, times. It, like... It seems that we've had this. We've very much had the shift that, like, Spider-Man is a bit more accessible. Uh, mm. it, it's easy to play, but perhaps it's kind of like hard to master almost. And we have this kind of scale mm. on which people can kind of play it. The same, I suppose, it can be said for something like God of War. You know, God of War was easy yeah, enough to just run true. in and just hack people to pieces, but actually to be to able to do kind it, yeah. of all of the moves and to master it and to go and do the the uh Valkyries? What was it, it Muspelheim as M well Muspelheim, the, yeah. uh, the fire yeah. the volcano kind of world I never went I'm like those, I'm done exactly <laughs> where you're going through those challenges yeah. and you know that by the time you get to the top where you hit that Valkyrie you need to be kind of like on your game and That's... be able to kind of to, to play it whereas the rest of the game you could it's probably very, put yeah, it down I'm, and come back to it in a yeah. couple of months' time and quite easily kind of pick that up. Yeah, I, I like, didn't upgrade throughout the game. I thought it was quite exactly. easy, the combat yeah. all the way through, and that's, yeah. But I was too intimidated by yeah, going to like the arena like world and stuff like that and doing more of the Valkyries. I was like, yeah. no, I'm good, I'm good. That's mm. why, yeah. why it's optional. Yeah, but Spider-Man, I think, is... Yeah, it's a very easy game. Um, mm. I think I only probably died about outside of the stealth missions <laughs> because I just like the blew through those yeah, yeah the insta fail I just blew through those it's like you know what I don't care if I get caught but the checkpointing in this game overall is very um, it's, it's really it's good brilliant yeah mm. it's really good yeah it's really good but um yeah the stealth missions I was like the first couple I was like oh, oh crap and then by the um there's one really cool stealth mission where you're at now which oh, is so good it's the same thing, but it's like you're seeing it from a different perspective, and it's yes. like, yeah, yeah, so good, best one in the game. But but after that, it's like I think once you know, it's like yeah, these all occur throughout the games, and you're just like just mainline through. It's like yeah, I'm just gonna the AI stupid enough, I'm just gonna battle through <laughs> this, and it's like yeah, whatever. But um, yeah, I think it's a it's an easy game, but I feel like I've mastered the combat, yeah, to a point where it's like I'm not obviously a pro player or anything like that i've mastered the combat enough to get a lot of variety out of it and just mm. find enough new and interesting things and new techniques in it so yeah. that every different combat scenario is different and it's rewarding in its own way because if you're well, just mashing the square button yeah it's going to be boring but yeah. it's like you're mixing everything up and only taking one or two hits because you're using the full arsenal of like yep. the uh, controls and the gadgets and the suit mechanics, and it feels like I've mastered it in that sense. Well, it, it's kind of one of those. It's not just the combat; it's also kind of like the traversal. I think uh, Lucio yeah. Brown put a tweet out hmm. saying, "You, you know, 
you feel like a failure if you hit the ground in Spider-Man. You know, once you touch the pavement in Spider-Man, you're like, yeah. oh, I failed. You know, obviously, I'm massively paraphrasing her tweet there. But yeah, uh, it, it, yes, it, it kind of, yeah. You, you do feel like that a little bit. That I saw that. Everything, like everything <laughs> kind of flows so well that you you have such great control over movement and over yeah. combat that it, it's it, i think as i you know as i just said it's kind of it's easy to play but it's maybe hard to master um but they yeah, need you to yeah. feel like a superhero you, you mm. have to feel you have to feel kind of uh, yeah. a little bit overpowered too overpowered but a little bit overpowered to kind of have that elation and to have that yes. kind of rush yeah. of feeling like a superhero as well mm-hmm. which which they've balanced very well yeah that insomnia they, they definitely do make things easier for you but not to the point where it feels like you're just winging it um there is a bit of skill involved but they have put in like like little little tweaks and to the Mm. mechanics where it's like yeah this overcompensated or this tweaks in direction or the physics or the trajectory Mm. just so that you feel like you have enough momentum and you feel like you're doing it um, yeah. It was the same for like Sunset Overdrive, and um, I, I recently recently listened to uh, um, IGN Unfiltered with Ryan McCaffrey. Great mm. series. Um, but he spoke to Ted Price um, on the last one, and Ted Price was like saying how in Sunset Overdrive, they with the shooting mechanics, they did it because you're obviously traversing whilst you're shooting, and in any other game that would feel like Im- impossible. I mean, you just think. In like GTA games, how hard it is to do drive-by shooting or yeah. driving, and you're shooting at the same time. You're not just going to immediately run into a billboard. But they were saying like how they were getting down those mechanics in terms of making you feel like you're hitting the enemies, but the hitbox mm. is big enough and like the shooting like course corrects enough, but not too much to make you feel like you're doing it yourself, and it's not too much assistance from the game. Like yeah. And I think that they do that with Spider-Man as well. Like mm. you're about to hit the ground, but it's like you just he does like a little mm. you just swing. just as you, you hit X, yeah, yes. just yeah. yeah. And it's like just before you're about to go creeping into a wall, they're yeah. like it's like no, why don't you just we made you do this? It's not it's not it's not it's not it's not magic. We <laughs> made you go there. <laughs> <laughs> But we're going to yeah. make you think that you did that. Exactly, exactly. Mm. Like the, yeah, it's that kind of um, you know, that superhero fantasy. They they mechanically so done that very well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, in terms of superhero games, like this is, I think after Asylum is my favourite. I, I I prefer it. I prefer it over my memories of Spider Man Two. Obviously, going back to that game nowadays, it'd yeah. be completely different. But I have good memories of that game. But um. Yeah, it, it's up there. It's, it, it's better than Arkham City for me, but that's because of the whole traversal thing, probably. Uh, I think, yeah, I think on. currently for me as well, it's it's kind of best in the Arkham games. Um, you know, I really enjoyed the Arkham games. Yeah, I'd agree yeah, with that. It's it's Asylum. because mm, it's because I love Asylum. Yeah, Asylum's my favorite out of them because it's Metroidvania. <laughs> it is, yeah, very much. Yeah. yeah, I think it's the best 3D Metroidvania ever made. Yeah, yeah, I completely yeah. agree with that. Yeah, uh, City obviously, City obviously is a bit more of a fairer comparison, I suppose, because it allows yeah. that 
open world kind of uh, feel to it. Well, it is mm-hmm. an open world game, so you can kind of almost compare them quite directly. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, I mean, wasn't Arkham City was during like one night, wasn't it? So it was like perpetual darkness I all really the fucking like time. City. And it was so fucking depressing. I, I, um, the highs in that game were like the highest out of the series. I was yeah. like, this is what I want. This is like stealth Batman perching from like the gargoyles, taking down bad guys, puzzle solving, weird and interesting characters, like Man Bat turning out of nowhere. It's yeah. like, goddamn. But it's. But the lows in that game were the lowest I've ever felt. Yeah, <laughs> completely. I like. Completely. I hated the Batmobile, and they integrated in like every single part of that game, and I couldn't stand it. Ooh. I was like, I'm not finishing this. Was that night? Yeah, no, I could, I, I mm, give me Blackgate and Origins over that any day. I <laughs> couldn't stand nice. It's like I stopped playing it because I just couldn't take it. It was, it was, it was, it hurt my soul. That game still hurts my soul, considering <laughs> how good the uh, Arkham games are. But yes, it, yeah. just thinking of it. I mean, this game more than anything has made me think about those Arkham games and just thinking. I was looking, googling Arkham Asylum. It's like that was two thousand nine. And how revolutionary that game was, and what how many ripples it made in the industry, in terms of licensed games, in terms of combat, in terms of Warner Brothers being worth a damn as a publisher as well. Good, <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. Everything, yeah. and who Rocksteady were, you know. And you can you Just... can pick up. I mean, if you haven't played those games, you can pick up a remastered kind of uh, bundle of. I'd say play uh, the original from Asylum what I heard. And City, can't you? Really? Yeah. It, it, I mean, it's all right looking at it on Digital Foundry, but the originals look better than the remaster, really? oh, and they run better. I think, I think the remaster Asylum runs at forty-five FPS, and if not to get too granular, but if you know anything about games, it's thirty or sixty. You should not go in between that because of like because of like refresh rates and stuff like that. Yeah. Just what are you doing? And ah. <laughs> it's like, I remember when it came out and people were, like, comparing screenshots. And it was like, the original looks better, you know? It looks better. It looks a bit more darker and gritty, whereas the mm. remaster, it's like, it might have got different light boxes or something, or different shaders, but... Mm, like just play the, the original. Just, yeah, they've upped the yeah. textures just that little bit, which kind yeah. of changes it enough, yeah. Mm. I, I'm not sure if it's backwards compatible. I imagine it is. I'm sure it has to be at this point. Both mm. games. Would they allow? Would they make it backwards compatible if they've got that they've remastered d- version? Coming Bioshock up? did not. Yeah, Bioshock mm. went backwards compatible before the remaster came out. I believe they do that with so many games. It's like 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 Modern Warfare two, four, Call of Duty four. Yes, Call of Duty four, Modern Warfare. Yeah, I think I put out the remaster and then. It's like Burnout as well. There's so many examples. <laughs> Both of them exist. You That's probably weird. just... Yeah, it, it, it is weird. It, mm. It's really weird. Hey, old games. Old games. Try and make some money from them. Why not? Oh, yeah, for sure. Stick them all on Switch and you'll probably sell more than <laughs> <even> on PS4, <laughs> Xbox, and PC combined. That's it. In, in the first launch week. <laughs> If Switch had the power to play fucking everything humanly possible, no one would yeah. play with any other console or No, consoles. I certainly wouldn't. 
No. I'd play Tomb Raider on my Switch. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> but you can't, unfortunately, at the no. moment. I'm looking um, forward to playing that, by the way. I bought it today. Oh. It's out tomorrow. It's out tomorrow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. looking forward to that a lot. Good. Tomb Raider. I'm not quite, I'm not quite ready. I'm not quite ready for no. it. No. No, you haven't, you haven't rised as the, or rose as the Tomb Raider yet. So you no, didn't play 2015 game of the year. Hey, you I've didn't play. So for me, it could have been 2016's game of the year. That but is true. Again, or you, or you could have it. played. It on, I think it came out on PC in 2016 as well. Actually, Ooh, was it like? I think it came out like exclusive? January. Okay. It came out on Xbox in the November, I think, and then January was PC, from what I can remember, and then November or whatever. PS4. Yeah. Mm. Well, I might get around to it at some point. It held yeah. its value for fucking ages. And then really? in the last yeah, only in the last probably couple on of months. PS4. Maybe the hot has, yeah, yeah. Uh, only <laughs> in the last Xbox, couple of months has it, it dropped down to like twelve mm. quid or something like that. So I will pick it up at some point. I will it's really play worth it. it. Yeah. In preparation it is, for the, it's um, a fantastic for, game. What's, it, what's the new one? Shadow, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, it's like it's like Planet of the Apes. Which one's dawn and rise and this and that and it's like, who knows? <laughs> I can't wait. That's uh, it'll be interesting to see how I cope with Tomb Raider after Spider Man because yeah. I rarely play like open world games, let alone two in a row. You know, so yeah, it'll be, be uh, Tomb Raider's an old, Tomb Raider's a bit of a different one, isn't it? I don't know what they've done with this one. Um, Apparently, what they did with Rise. Exploration. Uh, Rise is very much an open but linear game, yeah. which I like. I don't like massive open spaces. Like, um, like linear in the terms that uh, it's kind of like giant corridors. You like or going areas, from areas mm. to explore, which you then move. You know, it's like the uncharted yes, yeah. kind of way to do it. It's an area to explore, which yes. you then move on from. It's like hub, hub area corridor, which yeah. is linked story. New hub, hub world, etc., etc. So, yeah, I think this one is pretty much the same. Um, more emphasis on puzzles and exploration, and less okay. on combat, which is sounds good. It, but I mean, if if you said that to about Rise and the original one, like yeah, great. But the fact that you can basically be like Arnold Schwarzenegger and like Predator in this game. I want more combat. I want to be like rubbing mud and just. <laughs> They've taken it kind of almost taking it back to like the original Tomb Raider games, I suppose, where where well, there was a lot there's any more dinosaurs. puzzles. There was kind of you know yeah like two and more two swimming. Wasn't very much combat. So and more swimming, and I just I'm wondering how the swimming works because it's like I remember in the first Tomb Raider games and most games. Swimming and underwater stuff, absolute worst. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, very true. We'll At least Spider-Man can tread water. Oh, it's, when he, whenever... I, I understand it's like you're not meant to be, you know, swimming, but, jeez. Just the <laughs> worst. Like, come on, mate. <laughs> going, like, yeah. Yeah, you Doesn't can... Even front crawl, just like, ah, yeah. really swim. <laughs> ah. You can defeat guys six times your size and you can't do a front crawl. Get out of here. You know? Come on. 
so at some point in the future we'll probably mm. give a little bit more of a spoilery chat on spider-man but i think yes. this week that's probably uh that's probably yeah. about us for the week um, i believe so yes good uh i'm gonna uh i'm gonna tell everybody what my favorite bill was because i think it's probably quite apparent from the way i reacted to the two of them uh my favorite is from Grothouse, <laughs> the hella honic <laughs> bock um the port side from four pure and little creatures was fine yeah it was easy drinking yeah. i'd i'd have another one you know if only because it was so easy drinking yeah uh a, a nice kind of extra pale ale but more towards like a lager this uh this hella honig bock was full of flavor and i just went back to it and i went back to it just constant yeah. constant constant uh and it had that you know that wetness which which cut off into that kind of dryness uh but it wasn't that dryness that was taking me back it was the yeah. it was the flavor it was kind of experiencing that kind of very bananary kind of uh sweet estery kind of flavor constantly that i wanted mm. so really really well made really good really flavorful so a very easy pick for me this week yeah it sounded like you enjoyed mm. quite some more it, i think it, that i mean that probably helps as well <laughs> it, 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 yeah. indeed i mean the port yeah. side took me maybe like 40 45 minutes to drink the hmm. the the house was gone in 15, yeah 20 yeah. maybe definitely yeah i mean both of my beers went down really quickly yeah very easy drinking very smooth the both of them um i mean the sky was pink um i think i was putting a bit more expectation on it because it's okay. a collaboration with Daya. but mm. um even so it's it, it was very it was like a juice bomb without being a juice bomb. It was very juicy, um, yeah. very smooth. There was no carbonation to it after a while. Um, didn't really have the bitterness, and I do very much like bitterness yeah. on the end. And when you think, well, we speak often of like grapefruit flavors, you have the fruitiness yeah. and then the bitterness at the end. But it's just very much like the fruit of the grapefruit rather than the um, aftertaste. Um, but yeah, it's a really good beer. I've finished it really quickly probably quicker than the first beer but i think i have to give a shout out to easy tiger um yeah. nothing special about it at all it's a double ipa it's what you expect juicy fruity you know this had you know i've had so many beers like yesterday i had a 10 percent beer from um northern monk uh one of their patrons projects uh mm. can't remember the number i think it's like eight 0.5 or it might have been a six point something i can't remember but um 10 percent cherry tonka beans and it was 10 percent. couldn't tell at all i mean they're okay. very good i mean brewers nowadays are very good at masking you know the high abv yeah they um are. yeah i mean this one doesn't do it and it's nice to have like that warming alcohol feel um at the pit of your stomach after you drank a bit but yeah it's a very good double ipa it was just both easy drinking but i think in terms of you know getting what it says on the tin and it's just mm. you know doing what it says it's going to do i think easy tiger takes it nice nice yeah. that's good that's good mm. um so good beers this week good games this week game. good game yeah exactly <laughs> exactly very good game one of my um, favorites of the year hopefully 
a good weekend as well uh yeah you and i are off to um, bristol craft beer festival for saturday mm -hmm. so if anyone has listened to this episode on friday before saturday and you're coming to bristol craft beer festival go on youtube look at our ugly mugs and then find us saturday daytime at bristol no, they're just festival. gonna run away as soon as they see they come up and they were like uh you're these people and they were like no no we're not no uh we don't know who those people are goodbye just disappear into a crowd somehow um like home yeah. going through back through a bush <laughs> um <laughs> come and say hi uh, we'll be there we'll be partying we'll be, be drinking drunk probably too much yep yes. like last year we'll be fucked pretty quickly yeah um, yeah yeah <laughs> I've, I've uh, printed out the list. Oh, nice. Good. You've got your spreadsheet going. strategize. Yep. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of... It's still on my phone at the moment. And I'm just mm -hmm. sort of... I know the ones I kind of want to pick through and the places... Yeah. The brewers I kind of want to pick and the beers from them that I want. I think yes. I've got my first maybe like five. But after okay. that, it's kind of a bit of a free-for-all. Yes. Yeah. yeah it, I, out of... You know, I've been to like a few festivals this year in Birmingham. Mm. Um, none of them compare to like Bristol Craft Brewery. Uh, yeah, yeah. Craft beer festival. It's like pay what you pay, pay the ticket price, and then just drink whatever. It's like most of them. It's like yeah, you pay the entrance fee and then buy beers with tokens on top of that. Yeah. This is just like go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you go through the door, drink as like much. World as you War like. Z afterwards with the yep. zombies piling up the wall. Well, that's it. I, I mean, you know, I'm probably just going to start, uh, just go straight over to Good Chemistry, get a pint, rather than yeah, the third hello that we're to meant the guys, to get, yeah. and just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Start, uh, start quite easily from there, really. Yeah. Um, so, yes, if you uh, if you want to get hold of us, we are at tankedup underscore cast on Twitter. We're tankedupcast at gmail.com uh, on the email. Uh, you can get me at nova underscore 47. You can get Lucy at tankeduplucy. Yeah, on or, Twitter. Yes, or Juicy Loose Nine on, especially on tap this weekend. You'll see what I'm drinking at the festival. Most of it's probably going to be five out of five stars after yeah. about an hour in. <laughs> after the first <laughs> yeah. three beers, like, oh, yeah. this is beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, uh, I can't remember what we are on Untapped, but I think we just tanked up on Untapped. So you can probably so. just. Yeah, you'll see a lot of beers. Mm. Uh, I don't know whether we'll be doing the same beers or whether we're going to be kind of chopping and changing quite a lot between the two of us. Yeah, I think uh, last last year we did quite a few the same, and then there was like, yeah, we'd get to one brew. It's like, oh, I like the look of that, and I like the yes. look of that, which is a yep. good way to do it. Completely you know? change, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I think it's just to see how the day takes us, perhaps. Mm. Um, you can also get us and other people on outoflives.net or outoflivespod over on Twitter. Uh, there's lots of other podcasts. Uh, you can go to also to YouTube, which I think just search Out of Lives uh, to watch other videos. I've started giving my thoughts on things. I had a video up last week about my thoughts on Netflix and their Witcher series. There's mm. been lots of developments since then, which I kind of feel I want to talk about. Mm. I only just saw a glimpse of it. Today and I was like, God, I fucking hate people. everyone. I, I mean, it just it just <laughs> destroys my fucking just sense of any kind of humanity yeah. that I ever have about anybody else. Yeah, 
Oh, I don't even need to do a video. I'll just say it here to the listeners. It's not your fucking show. Let people make the fucking show they want to make. It's got fucking nothing to do with you. Just watch Why it not? and be fucking and, happy. And I just want to briefly touch on... My friend showed this to me yesterday. Oh, okay. Two I was talking about Karate Kid. Because I was like, Ooh. if you want to feel old... Yeah. Look how old Danny is. I think his real name is Ralph <laughs> or something. I was like, if you want to feel yeah, old, look how Ralph old. Macchio. Yeah, look how yeah. old Ralph Macchio is in real life. And then, then he goes to me. Oh, they made a new show, and it's and it's Ralph and the blonde kid, and they made a yep. show, and it's the original actors. And I was like, Cobra Kai. Yeah, I was like, everything on paper sounds cool, but then I watched the trailer. I was like, you know what? This just ruined my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> just. No, I think so. It's a very different conversation, but I think you can watch the first episode on YouTube. I don't want to. And the rest of the series is only on YouTube Premium. There's so you a have premium to pay, version yes, of YouTube. There's a premium version of YouTube which you can pay for. I think that's how you can watch the rest of the series. So I've not bothered. I've not delved into I it. I thought this would be on like Netflix. No, no, it's a YouTube show. A YouTube show. YouTube make shows like like original sh shows like Netflix so they've made, originals. They've made, they've made Cobra Kai, or I don't know whether they made it. I don't know whether they've just bought the rights to it. I don't know. I don't it know. sounded like Ralph Macchio needed some money. Hey, he, he was in what Arrested Development for like four was he? episodes? Yeah, he's Bob Blah Blah. I I didn't know he was in anything. Good. I don't know who this blonde geezer is. <laughs> I don't think he's been in much. I wonder whether it's I quite saw the trailer and it did like um, it looks like they're doing their own stunts and so that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, forty it's, years it's, on or whatever. You know, is it kind of is it self-referential? It's like oh, I was in Karate and I've fallen on hard times because of what happened, and that's happened to me in life. I didn't get very many acting jobs afterwards, and it's kind of like yeah. redemption almost for these yeah. kind of characters and to the actors almost. Yeah, on paper everything looks it sounded cool. It's like the roles are reversed as well. Yep. Danny's the arsehole now. It's like that sounds cool. For the original actors, but now I watch trails like you know what I don't belong into this at all. That's <laughs> <laughs> <is> pretty bad. <laughs> Maybe this is why I didn't. <laughs> wait for the Witcher Netflix show. You've not yeah. played the game, so you're We're... completely open to fucking all of it. Like, Where Mister Miyagi's uh, Mister Miyagi's actually a black man who's not Asian anymore. <laughs> well, no the original Mister Miyagi is no longer about is he so, no he's not apparently died in 2005 which it's is, now well, it's now danny glover <laughs> <laughs> wait didn't they reboot fucking karate kid and they did and uh, that, i almost walked out of the film. I, I i wanted to walk out even if film was fucking, yes. um jaden smith son. yeah I, that's one me. of the few films other than topically uh the first Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Those are the two films I've wanted to walk out of, but it's like my friends were like, just stay. No, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't stand either. It was like it was like just pouring acid into my eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, <laughs> I've not seen either of the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man films. You don't want to. No, I don't. You're right. I mean, the first one, I couldn't tell you anything about it. I think Lizard was in it. Mm. What, no? Who was he played by, like, Eric no. Banner or someone like that, probably? Is this a... Is this a the right one? Sort of Scorpion, <laughs> I don't know. It was just bad. And he looks like 
Andy Murray and it freaks me out. It does a little bit, yeah. yeah. I stay like, away from it. I stay away from it. Yeah. Like There's other the things same to person. do. There's other things to do instead of watch those games. Yeah. Uh, so, that's it, I think. Spider-Man yeah. has been discussed. Beers have been drank. We've told you where to go and who to talk to and what <laughs> beers to drink. So, that's it for us this week. Yeah. I'm not going to sign out as I normally do. I'm just going to say bye. Spider-Man. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs>